0: Welcome to Behind the Numbers, the podcast keeps you updated football within the hobby. I'm excited to go through my first Thursday agenda of Season 2 with you guys, a little more hobby-focused. I am going to have a preseason headlines we'll go through still, a lot of news to talk about in terms of injuries and what's been going on with different players. We'll also hit up some product talk. We'll talk about donors coming out next week, uh, what certified elements have looked like so far with some pricing and sales. That I've seen, and then we'll have our first vintage card spotlight in this show that I'm really excited to show you. Uh, again, it's a really awesome segment. I'm trying to get more vintage talk, getting into those uh, older cards we'd love to enjoy that've been around for a really long time. But uh, without further ado, it's time for the show. Good evening, uh, Tyson of bench Clear Media. Don't forget to follow me at numbers underscore behind i um, excited to get into my Thursday agenda for the season two. Um, <clears throat> a lot going on. I can't believe it. One week away from the season actually getting underway. Uh, it's just really a really crazy time, as a, especially as a teacher, because it's like we're I'm blitzing. I got first kids in my class for tomorrow. So I've been prepping and figuring out how I'm going to change my practice. I'm always kind of looking to improve every year. And now, you know, football games are coming quickly. And it's just I always this time of year is it's just fast and furious for me because I love football so much my job really gets going. It's just, uh, it goes really quick. But, uh, with that, I mean, we are, we have into our last week of preseason already. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys finished a solid Owen four in preseason. So I'm looking forward to how that will, <laughs> uh, project into the season. But, uh, anyways, there's some big headlines to talk about. I mean, the, the biggest one of all, and it has a huge impact with us within the hobby is Cam Newton was cut by the Patriots and, it's a little bit puzzling a bit just because cam actually was playing pretty well in preseason. Uh, Mac Jones was playing really well. He was playing better, but just to cut him, I mean, I understand the cap and all that kind of stuff, but Mac Jones is the starting quarterback for the Patriots. And I really thought he was probably going to be the last one to start. I thought he'd be brought uh, brought along slowly. Uh, And that's not the case. He's going to be right in there. So we're going to have three guys starting week one as rookies with trey lance and fields likely going to be worked in over time i think lance will still kind of have some packages and still be involved uh it seems like fields you know i quite my guess is probably like week seven we might just rough guess uh so that's that's really big for the hobby uh one of my good hits out of Chronicles. If you guys saw my tweet was a uh, Mac Jones uh, optical Hall of Silver. So happy to see him get the start and see that that moves the needle a bit in terms of that value. Uh, you know, another guy just to look out for is, uh, you know, Panthers, they went defense in round one. So not going to be very expensive in breaks, but Terrace Marshall uh, has looked really impressive. He really looks like he might have receiver one upside in terms of his size and his speed and what he can do. Uh, they do have some good receivers there with uh, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, uh, but he kind of actually is a really good He's a more prototypical size than both of those other players. Uh, Robbie Anderson's just been really efficient. DJ Moore, very good at the deep ball, very very good receiver as well. Um, but right now, I just Terrace Marshall's really impressed me in the preseason. I like to see what he can do. He comes from that LSU uh, tandem with Jefferson. He was there with Jefferson and Chase as well. Uh, a big, another big letdown. I mean, I was really big on Acres preseason, and I'm really was really big on Dobbins preseason, and both of them now are out for the year uh unfortunately Dobbins is even worse it's a uh, torn ACL we'll get a little bit more injury uh, expertise on that next week uh, I do have uh, my wife joining us using her expertise in sports medicine to kind of give us the breakdown of some of that, what to expect long term and how these injuries can uh, affect their cards but Dobbins went down with torn ACL kind of got that unfortunate hyperextension where he got crunched between two guys uh, not much Talk in terms of value. I don't believe in the hobby around it. I mean, Gus Edwards is a great fantasy option, but I don't think anything's gonna happen with his cards. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I think it hurts a little bit because he doesn't have quite the strong running game he was going to have, and they're just beat up right now. The Ravens are so a little bit of concern with Lamar because Bateman's been struggling. I'm not struggling, but he's hurt as well. So other things to consider. Um, Lawrence uh, against actually just against Dallas the other night, uh, nearly perfect. Eleven for twelve, over well, like 140 yards, two touchdowns. He's been it's just been as advertised. Everything's just been, he's been very impressive. So he is going to command a very pretty penny in terms of his first flagship rookies. Uh, I'm sure the breaks for Jags are going to be insane. If you're trying to just uh, have your own shot at Lawrence. So uh, very, very interesting to see where his cards come out, but raw out of the gate and just, you know, even if based Donner's I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if that was 40, 50 bucks out of the gate. So be very interesting to see for sure. Uh, T Y Hilton surgery. It's gonna lead into one of my the buy and sell here, but that has that's big because Michael Pittman's their number one. Uh, he's he kind of already was. I, I think he already was. Ty's been trending down for, uh, you know, a couple of years now with injuries, and just Pittman is definitely a guy that I'm definitely eyeing right now. Uh, Jameis Winston gets named starter in New Orleans is very interesting for the hobby. Uh, see what his cards can do. I think that's that's a big to me. I really didn't think he would get the starting job. I thought they stayed with Taysom. Just because it felt like Sean Payton was more comfortable with him, but the fact that Winston's made Sean Payton comfortable is really giving me a little bit of confidence in Winston. To see what he can do. <clears throat> he really kind of flopped with Arians. I thought he had a shot with Arians in Tampa, that didn't work out, and now he's in New Orleans, and you know he's got a lot to lot to prove. So hopefully, Winston has his head on his head on straight, and he can use the talent that we've seen um, if he can put it all together. And then speaking of Saints, uh, Michael Thomas on the PUP, so he'll be out for almost half the season uh, with his ankle surgery. He's just trending down, down and down. And that just kind of puts us right into the buy and sell I had for you guys. There's three guys that I'm picking up and whether it's fire sales or raw or even graded. Uh, Michael Pittman's very cheap out of last year's prism. He's very uh, easy to, to buy. So I've had quite a few of his. I got a couple. I think I got a solar for like $9 the other day. So it, like, it's he's pretty cheap. I really like him. Uh, his receiver one upside. Uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, again he's named the starter now so he's already gonna have an uptick in his value because he's named the starter but if the saints start off four five and oh uh, definitely a guy that's got you know room to grow with his cards so i definitely think he could be a great buy right now uh, james robinson um he's big because it, travis Etienne is out for the year as well uh, with liz frank surgery <clears throat> and james robinson was already really good last year he was a top 10 fantasy running back he his uh his rookie cards weren't as much he kind of was a late bloomer because he was a uh, very late pick uh so i believe his cards he doesn't have as many rookie cards as the rest of them so definitely getting on the cards you can find of him um so those are kind of my buys my cells aaron jones right now is a sell for me uh i just think aaron jones is kind of at the peak in terms of status and values of running back and we know that running backs is very volatile in terms of injuries and coming down and they also have aj Dillon that they really like and i just think that he aj Dillon's if it worked in more and i think that jones is just kind of past his peak and I, I think he's a great running back so i think he'll have probably a pretty good year i think this might be kind of the transition year even though they gave him a contract i can think aj dillons and be involved um i also kind of obviously the michael thomas i just think michael thomas is a sell get what you can i just it seems like the wheels have fallen all the way off i'm just not even sure when he comes back what he's going to be like it seems like it's been over almost two years since we've seen him uh be effective in game action so that's really concerning, and his cars are still doing decent. They were doing over 100, 130 still. And I would take that any time right now. Uh Stafford. I would sell Stafford right now. And the only reason I sell Stafford is it's just everyone just assumes he's gonna maintain health and that he's just gonna be lights out. Now I'm I think the potential in, in LA with that with Sean McVay and the weapons he has, I think Cooper Cup, I think Woods. I think they'll have a big year if Stafford's healthy. And that's a big if. So to me, it's more like I'm uncomfortable with the gamble of Stafford. Just we're assuming he's going to come and be healthy all year and be lights out. Um, I would just be really shocked if that is the case. I think right now with his cards getting close to Aaron Rodgers rookie cards up in the 900s, I really would be selling right now. I think he just has a really big uptick with the potential of what people think he can do in the offense. And I'm not convinced he can sustain it for the whole year. So just to kind of recap the injuries, uh, the notable ones that have kind of happened again, we'll kind of elaborate on these next week. Uh, Cam Akers again, torn Achilles, Uh, Travis Etienne, Liz Frank injury. So he had surgery, JK Dobbins, torn ACL, Michael Thomas and his um, his ankle surgery. So it's kind of the the four big hobby ones right now. and just kind of in terms of the product talk, uh, Donna's release, again, is still September 8th. I think what I'm going to do is as soon as that checklist comes out, I'm going to do a quick uh, podcast for you guys and just go with the checklist, see what rookie downtowns are in there, see what kind of rookie autos and what's in there and what's not. Just kind of gives a really good, clear expectation for that product. It's a big product this year. So I'm definitely going to get you guys uh, some info on that. Um, right now, you know, elements and certified are kind of the two first pro products to come out after the college wave, uh, elements, you know, overall elements does look decent to me, uh, for a second tier, maybe second to third tier. Um, I love the neon sign set, the neon, the big, uh, they're kind of a, a bigger, bright spot for them to sign I like those cards are kind of like a big signature card. Uh, so that was a pretty cool set. They have some notable sales from elements, uh, fields, rookie patch. Auto, uh, just a rookie patch and i auto out of 10 for, sold for 180 uh, lawrence plutonium plate cards i was numbered to 94 so those cards are actually metal i actually found one in a, a, a box that i bought somebody just sold a chunk of their collection to me and uh, there was an antonio brown there i've never seen those before they're pretty cool <laughs> little metal plate cards um, but the lawrence one sold for 200 and mac jones sold for 100 uh, zach wilson gold auto so that was gonna be a sticker uh, sold for 500 and then a fields RPA out of five sticker auto sold for fifteen hundred out of elements. So some pretty big sales. You you, you kind of see the the momentum of this class. I think even these secondary products, even though they're new, they're they're still commanding value. And I think that you know I think I see a sticker auto get over a thousand dollars for the let's see Fields was the fourth quarterback taken. I think that's something. I think it's pretty high. That's pretty cool. Uh, So this class is just I think everybody's watching this class, and I'm excited for what's ahead for Donner's and optic and prism and everything else. Uh, 2021 certified, uh, graffiti inserts are pretty cool, but they're not really short printed. There seems like a lot of miles a lot of sales on them. So they're just not. They're not super interesting to me, um, <clears throat> but they're, they're doing okay in terms of sales. Uh, a Wilson Blue for certified out of 75, sold for 126. A Fields Rookie Patch, no auto, just a patch out of 10, sold for 375. And a Pitts Patch out of 25, sold for 100. So even Pitts is getting a little bit of love. Uh, he's a top five draft pick. He's a tight end, so it makes it a little bit interesting, but he's definitely going to be an interesting tight end when it comes to what how they're going to use him. <clears throat> So uh, just a little update, guys, on the rookie report that I'm putting out. It's uh, just a little bit behind. Mostly I'll just kind of attribute it to work right now, but definitely going to get that out before opening day. We'll have a top 20 NFL rookies list for you. I'm also putting a top 10 quarterbacks, uh, top five running backs, top five receiver list as well. Since we know that quarterbacks are going to dominate the top 20, I wanted to give you a little perspective on the running backs and receivers alone as well. So the last little segment I just want to get into is uh, we're going to talk about the vintage card segment. And so actually um, my childhood coach, uh, Ron Gibbs, was nice enough to submit his, make this first submission of this. Uh, he sent in a Joe Namath uh, 1965 Tops card. This is his card. Um, it is not in pristine uh, condition, but I will share this with you. All right, there we go. So those of you guys on the on YouTube will be able to see the card. And obviously on the podcast, I'm just pulling up the actual image here. <clears throat> and so, yeah, so it, it's definitely a card he's had in his entire childhood. Uh, it's definitely a rougher one we can see. It's not a great one. This is just a nice just a raw card of the Joe Namath. Uh, but it's a very interesting set with the more vertical um, cards than we're used to seeing. Uh, they're kind of cool pictures of kind of action shots. Definitely looks, you know, you just see the, vintage all over it in terms of the the coloring and the the fonts all those things they look very interesting and again so this is 1965 tops and just kind of just for ballpark uh joe nameth kind of going a couple sales of this card a psa three and a half sold for 2500 an sgc 80 for 4000 an sgc4 4 for 2700 and then on psa's uh value chart They actually, it's pretty astounding where the the price of this card PSA 5 for 3K, PSA 6 for 7K, PSA 7 sells for 10K, PSA 8 for 35K, PSA 8.5 for 110K, and then a PSA 9 for $270,000. So they definitely, Joe Nambus is a, a wanted card. It's a very, uh, you know, it's price type because it, one, it's an SP. So there is quite a few of the uh, guys in the set, which I'll go through a couple of their notable names. That they're they're all kind of SP. There's a common set and an SP set in the 1965 tops. Namath is an SP as well. A couple other guys of note in the set: Fred uh his his cards in there. Jack Kemp, Lynn Dawson, John Robinson, Bobby Bell, George Blanda, Willie Brown, and Billy Shaw were the notable Hall of Famers. If so there's a couple other Hall of Famers, I described a handful of them. Uh, but it's a pretty stacked set in terms of uh, how many Hall of Famers are in it, and it's kind of cool they have the SP. So they kind of the higher end players, they weren't, they weren't printed as much. You had the commons and then the stars. So it's very, very cool part about the sets that you know that you're, if you have one of these, you have something that is relatively valuable. So again, uh, you know, this is the Vintage Card Spotlight. I definitely want you guys to submit your favorite vintage cards that you own to me at numbers underscore behind. I'd happy to uh, put your card up, talk about the set, talk about the value, and also give you a shout out as well for participating uh, in the Vintage Card Spotlight. Something else i like to take up into the next level and getting you guys involved and getting our interactions so we can keep enjoying football cards together. Um, I'm excited for the next week, Get into the regular season. I will have a show on Monday next week and Thursday. So right after I'll record right after the Dallas and Bucks game, and we'll start getting to two shows a week. Uh, again, leave me any uh, rate and review the show. Give me any feedback in the comments. I'd greatly appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week.